Welcome to my Beauty Fuel Food by JJ, a yoga and wellness expert from New York living in Paris. JJ seeks out creatives and entrepreneurs who exemplify a vision of how to live a good life. Welcome to our very high vibrational lifestyle. It would be amazing if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Deezer. It helps us to keep going and keep motivated. Thank you again and have a wonderful day. So today I'm here with Kenny, who is a plant-based pro skateboarder. Thank you so much for joining us from the West Coast of the USA, Kenny. Thank you for having me. So I know plant-based is something that is not so foreign over there on the West Coast, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, gosh, so I guess I've been plant-based for about years now, six or seven. Um, and it started with kind of, I was vegetarian before. And um, as far as eating that way, I was kind of, I was already doing um, a lot of environmental stuff through skateboarding, whether it was through design or events something like that and stuff like that and I just kind of it was kind of a slow connection with me for the whole um uh the plant-based part because here I am doing these things to help the environment but then I'm eating meat and which is um causing a lot of damage at the same time so you know it's, it's more like this it was a it was a gradual growth with me and that was part of learning um so that, that that was one thing. It kind of started more with environmental stuff. Um, of course, the animal cruelty stuff as a kid, uh, those issues. And growing up, you always you always know about it. And I don't know. It's not like I was consciously turning the other cheek, but I think all of us are guilty of that. Um, and then one day you're, you just want to face the truth about it, um, which I was doing a lot in life. And for some reason, that didn't that just didn't happen. I remember specifically one time we were skating in New York. We all, in, in the middle of the day, we all stopped to eat. We all got these burgers. We ate, and then I tried to skate after, and I just felt like garbage. Um, and I kind of said it as a, uh, yeah, well, I'm just going to stop eating food for now. Yeah, I guess I, and the, more I, the more I learned, the more I just uh, really started aligning my my morals with my actions. You know, as much as I thought I was doing it before, I realized I wasn't uh, doing as much as I possibly could, especially in skateboarding. I think there's been a lot of controversy also about it lately that we can't deny with game changers coming out and what the health and a lot of people becoming so much more conscious about um, their decisions and realizing that priorly known to them as the source of energy is not necessarily what they need and could on sometimes even be the opposite. Like you explained with your experience when you ate a burger and then you felt like crap when you were skating. Um, so I, I think that a lot of people are starting this journey, which is, which is really, really awesome. Um, but I think it would also be really interesting to know a little bit more about your roots and why you got into um, being more environmentally conscious and how you linked that to skateboarding and what that really means to you. I, I don't think I can pinpoint, but I can definitely say I started traveling the world in 1998. I turned pro and it was Australia, Singapore, Thailand, Taiwan. That was my first trip. Um, and at that point, 
I've been traveling the world nonstop ever since. So, and that's all through skateboarding. We go, we travel to do whether it's demos, contests. And for me, I'd always come home from anywhere I went and would just kind of, it's like I was consciously questioning all these things. It just affected me. And then the times I would question it, I would question it really deeply about like what I just saw, about different cultures, different people, different foods. And then it just, it just slowly, changed me so as a whole just traveling the world as a skateboarder and from that point i started looking into uh what i'm doing what 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 actions am i doing that have these consequences and then that led into um you know my position as a skateboarder my position as a human um i look into something and if i'm really into it i like don't stop doing research and then falling asleep at and that's, there's no job involved. There's no, it just got me. Um, so that, that was one. And then I started, I started, I started looking at everything. Like I said, as a human, like what, what am I, every step I take, what, what consequences, um, is it having? Uh, and in skateboarding, we have, you know, we have skateboards, we have wood, we have metal trucks, we have urethane wheels, we have, we have clothing we're sponsored by. We have all these things we endorse. Again, like it was, it was just, it entailed everything. Um, I'd ended up doing a little home remodel and did it, uh, pretty much lead certified, um, plus some. Back then it was a lot harder. It was a, it was a battle. That was maybe, maybe 15 plus years ago. And I was trying to fight the, the internal company, like CEOs and the C, CFOs and about bamboo blends with organic cotton, denim and, and things like that. And just, trying and the, the price point was so high it was so hard but it was a battle and we ended up doing it but you don't it didn't work <clears throat> economic sense during those times you know uh, but i felt I, I had to i had to just keep going and trying um definitely sacrifice and compromise a lot throughout the years with that stuff but you know it was either it was either keep trying to implement these new my new uh implement these morals that I have now and feel good about my position in skateboarding or like just quit, you know, quit and not just, and, and not be a part of the world. Uh, part of what I get paid for is, is endorsing these companies. And I am very picky with that as well. Like most of the companies I've been on or all of them have been on for pretty much over a decade, but you know, um, I don't like to switch around. Um, I like to genuinely support the brand and work with them. So when someone writes for like a quick, here, do this for this, for this free thing, it's like, I'm one, I'm very skeptical about that stuff. And then two, um, what does the company stand for? Uh, their purpose of the company, not just this one product that I just want free yourself. You know, I, I don't, I don't care one bit about that. So it's, it's more about, um, if it aligns, I've definitely, I've, I, I definitely have um, stuff I have done that for, and it's more about like pushing and trying to help support them in any way they can because I strongly believe in what they stand for from A to Z. You know, the other one's not like I'm bad mouthing them that they they only have one because I think that's really important about having any percentage be more sustainable than the rest of theirs because I, I they're trying. But if I'm gonna 
talk about something. It's not just going to be that. I'd rather support uh, like a smaller brand that that won't pay and won't do anything and just want to grow. Um, you know what I'm saying? Totally, totally makes sense. Speaking of smaller companies and um, smaller producers and things like that, um, we're going through pretty tough times with the virus, and things are getting a lot more complicated for for these smaller companies and for smaller producers. Have you been trying to do anything to help out or do you have any advice of for people that are trying to help out these kind of smaller structures? Yeah. Um, it's so hard because it, it's been kind of grew so fast. What I see the most, like what, what I connect with the most is like my world, you know, like specifically through skateboarding, you know, like, you know, like we're, everyone is trying to do something, you know, like from something little as, as, my daughter has been making masks. She likes sewing and she made some masks. And all of a sudden these neighborhood parents saw that and then started paying her to make some. And then she ended up making money to pay or make masks for people. And she got a filter even and did all the stuff herself. Um, really cool. And seeing her do that, you know, and just seeing her do it on her own. And it's like, and then me coming and going like, well, do you want to do something like maybe make it bigger? I can, I can, pushed out there then we can just put all the all the proceeds to like a local like the homeless like make more masks for for skid row area out in la make more masks for that and then put all the proceeds to an organization maybe one that feeds kids around around the country or around the world even um so we're actually doing that as a, you know so i see something like that as a small as a small thing but something that is helpful that we can do at the house um and then also on a on a bigger thing, you know, all the companies are trying to do as much as they can. I look at skate shops a lot because to me, skate shops are, are the, um, like the heart of skateboarding. You know, when it comes down to it, of course, the act of skateboarding is the true, is, is the blood, you know, um, shops are not, but at the same time, when I was younger, you ask any skater, pro skater, any skater out there, they're going to talk about their first shop and, how they were treated, what they did to support the community, how they felt when they walked in, how it was a new home for them, how it was somewhere to go. And then of course, having a shop that supports this subculture like that um, uh, in a very heartfelt way. Like to me, I'm like shops need to stay around um, because if it got deeper and deeper and deeper and everyone's just trying to survive, I think it's just being aware of, of it all. I mean, I, I try to follow things and I'm even overwhelmed by everything going on and how you can help. And that's why I just go from feeling of like, okay, well, skate shops are everything to me. And I, and I told you why. And, and that's why I want to support whether it's their online business or create something to, to help them through this time where the government can't or the loans don't, they can't, they can't, um, the loans don't make sense to them. I think that's a really positive way to think about it because in reality, we all have something that we're passionate about. And if you can just think about that one thing and go deeper on a really, really small level, you might be able to make a big difference. And I think that that's like what people need right now. So what you're doing is super awesome. Um, I think also another thing um, that I've been thinking about um, during our discussion is, you know, it really become, comes down to like, vital things right now, like eating, um, being able to pay rent. And 
going back to what you were talking about at the beginning of our discussion about, you know, seeing um, different countries all over the world from such a young age and, and seeing like the nitty gritty um, of things and it getting you interested in the environment and the bigger picture. Um, I feel like also maybe is potentially opening others eyes to that as well. What do you think? Sure, I think everyone's, everyone's kind of, you know, it's, it's hard to say like, some people have never even had those moments, you know. So some people are being reminded of the essentials of life and the most important. Um, yeah, so I think some people are being re- like reminded of that, and then some are are for the first time for the first time experiencing this like deeper connection with themselves and with people around them, or their family or their loved ones or whoever they are quarantined with, or some you know who are just by themselves and. I think to a lot of people, like I know some of my friends, like that's hard for them to just be by themselves. Be aware of what you do. Be conscious of like how how you're reacting to it. And I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know, I guess being aware of a lot of these simpler things in life, which are essential. Um, uh, and putting, being aware of them and then putting more value into them is key. You know, like having Zoom calls with my, I have a huge family and we're having calls only once a week and I'm realizing like why haven't we been doing it? I live away from my family everyone lives in Vegas they get to see each other a lot and I don't even think they do and it you know like why are we just doing this now you know like why why is I think a lot of people are doing that like why why is all this stuff happening now when when um it could always happen but you know again like that that's not a priority that that wasn't a, that 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 wasn't a priority months ago even though you missed your family and, and and want to talk to them. It just wasn't a priority. It wasn't like, it wasn't tangible, I guess, or you, or you did do it. Um, but now that we're in this, these moments, it's like you do it and then you're reminded and hopefully that sticks. And that's just an example too about everything else. Again, like uh, now aligning those same steps to reach out to family, to reach out to friends, to do more for, for others, to help others, to be there for others, to spread love, to like, you know, you know, that's, that, that's all relative, but, but to, um, be aware of what's happening in the environment as well. Everyone's kind of taking something from it that can help their own lives and everyone around them. Absolutely. I feel the same way because, you know, the taking advantage of the little things will still be accessible to us, even when this is all over. So hopefully it's a wake up call that they are there and they are accessible to us no matter the circumstances. It's sometimes I think we don't even think about it during this period. Like, yeah, why didn't I do that before? Why wasn't this a possibility before? And, And I think it's definitely going to open a lot of people's eyes in that way. Um, But to finish, I kind of want to ask you, and I did introduce you as the plant-based pro skateboarder. So I got to know what you're eating and what a day in your life looks like. I always wake up and do a warm drink. I don't do coffee, but I'll do like a tea, uh, typically mushroom-based like a chaga cacao mate or something, or just straight up like lion's mane rice tea, uh, matcha. Um, I, I, I like to mess with elixirs and tonics and stuff. Um, uh, usually start like that, no matter what. Um, I go up to my kids every day um, and I cook for them as well. So it, it's a balance of like, like making these pancakes for them that have chia and flax inside of them. Um, and then making smoothies for them that are just, that are, that I, I don't hide. 
I let them know, but at first I did, and they wondered why their strawberry banana smoothies green. Um, you know, it's from things like that to the kids to myself, which which are more like, you know, trying to trying to do medicinal broth and and um, kind of more Japanese influenced vegan foods. Uh, I've been messing a lot with messing a lot with uh, like vegan nigiri sushi sashimi stuff like that, and just experimenting with different fruits and vegetables that I can turn into um, sushi. I don't know. It's it's kind of going to the basics as well. Like I've done a couple um couple uh cooking things recently for for my sponsors, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do do a couple next week actually. The last time I did it, it's over at Brixton. Um, uh, I did a a vegan poke bowl using a tomato. So I blanched tomato and seasoned it, and then and I think it's, it's interesting when you have like I'm all, I'm more about like a lot of raw stuff, but or lightly cooked, and just creating new dishes as opposed to like trying to trying to mimic something or create an alternative. But I I've, I've kind of been into that recently of mimicking something, but for better, where it's not like it's this processed vegan burger with processed vegan bacon. It'd be like, okay, what is this bean burger with this mushroom bacon? Pulled pork sandwich with mushrooms, not just pulled pork sandwich with processed vegan meat. You know, uh, whatever time I have, I do a short meditation or a longer one. And from there, I start my day. But that, that, that's kind of what I did before. But honestly, my sanity is my kids, you know, like, so to have this time has, you know, um, has been, it was, it was this weird thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go there and then I'm going to homeschool them. So now I'm doing their work. I'm homeschooling them. Like, and then I cook for them and we take breaks, we play. And then there's, there's, we've never had this much time because all their classes and schools. And then in between that, they're tired or, you know, so for me, it was this weird thing the other day. I was coming home like, man, how I needed this. I needed this so badly and I didn't know I needed it. Um, and because to me, like, that's what I was kind of, that, that's kind of what I realized has been the importance of that. Um, and of course I, you know, I don't skate, I go crazy. And then just the last, just recently, the last few days, I've been skating down this empty parking lot from my, it's a block away from my place and just skating around there to kind of let, let that go. But it really is, it's, it's, it's this, it's this very special time with my kids right now that keeps me completely sane. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Kenny. It was a real pleasure. Yeah, thank you.